Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Oh, we are just a little more than 48 hours away from playoff football. So much football this weekend. It is Chris Carlin and Harry Douglas in for Mike Greenberg today on Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance and all guests will appear via the Goodyear hotline Harry Douglas the fourth shaking it up in a little bay as I'm looking <laughs> at him right now you're looking good and I'll tell you, you get, you've got the Beyonce yeah moves. I got my Beyonce on this morning you Chris. can do that I could yeah. see that we see if I do that all it is is a lot of jiggling and nobody needs that <laughs> what's that. up my man nothing much man I'm excited to be on with you hey let's get it started Let's roll. And we want you to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. The college football season, it's over. Fans celebrating their victories. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. We will get to the playoffs in just a few moments. We start, though, with an owner speaking yesterday with the New York Giants. And this will bring us to straight talk Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Harry, John Mara, the owner of the Giants yesterday, came out and addressed reporters. A couple of things about it I thought were interesting. Follow-up questions were not really allowed. Um, they weren't allowed the press conference to be aired live. Uh, That's not which fair. was something a little bit different. It's mm-hmm. not fair. Yeah, listen. We need follow-up questions. Well, they got... I would say probably 10 or 12 questions into it. And you did get some responses from the Giants owner. But I thought one question in particular, with as bad as things are with this franchise and as bad as they have been over the last 10 years, he was asked if this is the most embarrassed that he has ever been as Giants co-owner. Here he is. Honestly, I would have to say yes. Yes, it is. Um, I kept thinking during the season that uh, we had hit rock bottom and then each week it got a little worse. So uh, honestly, I, I'm not proud of saying this, but if I'm going to be 100% honest, I would have to say the answer is yes. Yeah, Harry, look, I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've been in New York a long time. I've covered that team up close and personal before. He is thoroughly embarrassed. This is, this is absolutely killing John Mara, as frustrated as the fans are with him, but he should be because the Giants haven't gotten a higher right in a really long time with a GM or a coach, and they have better get it right this time. Well, yeah, he should be embarrassed because this organization right now is the laughing stock of the NFL. I'll re- re- repeat that one more time, Chris. This organization right now is the laughing stock of the NFL. You have fans talking about it. You probably have other GMs and owners talking about it. You definitely have other players, <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, talking about it <laughs> and laughing about it, him and Pat McAfee and all that thing. And then when you have Pat McAfee has, has a show that's as big as his and you just have pe- a lot of people viewing that and watching that and, and, and seeing how they're joking about it and laughing about it, that's embarrassing. But I, but I got to ask you this, Chris. What is lower than, like, rock bottom? Going to hell? Like, I mean, like, like what, what's yeah, lower like than what's rock bottom? Yeah, like, what's under rock bottom? Because yeah, something yeah, in like, theory has to be under it, right? I yeah. mean, I, it's starting to feel like they, every time that they do that, as he said, week in and week out, but year in and year out, 
it feels even worse. Like they're digging all the way to the center of the earth right now. And it's hard to imagine that that's the case for a team that not all that long ago won two Super Bowls in five years. And yeah. a lot of people looked at that and said, well, those were two pretty good runs. They were they were good teams in the middle there with Eli Manning as well. And they could have won a third had it not been for Plexico Burris shooting himself in the foot, quite literally. <laughs> I mean, think about that for a second. And yet here we are. And more from John Mara on why fans should actually trust him to get it right after all this time where they haven't gotten it right. Well, I haven't given him any reason to believe that. It's up to me to make the right choices, up to Steve and I to make the right choices going forward to earn back their trust. And that is not going to be an overnight process. That's going to take some time, but it starts with getting the general manager pick done correctly and then with hiring the right head coach. Now, that's going to be a process that we're going to have to earn their trust again. And as I said, that's not going to happen overnight. Harry, the Giants have to hire people that it, at least one between the GM and the coach who has done this before. Yeah. I don't think you can bring in two first-timers to this situation Hell no, Chris. and expect them to go and learn on the job when you have such a massive rebuild in front of you. Well, I'll say when you look at this roster, you have a lot of older guys on this roster. Uh, a guy who walks in that locker room has to be a guy that these players – instantly know they can trust, right? Instantly know they have a chance to do great things with. And everything starts at the top. So I, I admire him for taking the ownership um, and saying that. But I want to get on the fans for a second. And I said this on first take yesterday, right? This reminds me of the movie New Jack City, right? Where Pookie, you know, it, it, he's fiending. He's fiending. <laughs> Scotty is calling me, man. It's calling me, Scotty. These fans are fiending, for a winner. And, Chris, I brought up the fact that my brother played in New York for the Knicks for three years. And I've seen how, how Knicks fans are, how New York fans are about their teams. And if this city can get a winner, it's one of the best – let me put it like this. It is the best city in America when it comes to sports teams when they're winning. You think about those two Super Bowls. Those two Super Bowls that they won, those guys will be remembered on that Super Bowl team, even if you weren't a, a main guy for the rest of their lives. Then you look at the last 10 years, right? The Giants have only, have only had two winning seasons in the last 10 years. One playoff appearance. So we all know what happened with that. Guys decided they want to go to Miami, get on a little boat with Tim's on. It's hot outside, but I don't know why they're wearing Tim's when it's hot outside. But that's what they decide to do. Who wears Tim's on a boat? Exactly. <laughs> My point exactly. How about but a pair they, of topsiders? They go to Green Bay where it's freezing cold and they lose. Uh, but, but I will say this. When you think about the city of New York, it is a destination place where people want to come. Now, the flip side of that is that if you don't win, you're going to be in the situation that you're in now because the fans are going to crush you. The media is going to crush you. But if you win, Chris, if you win, you're on top of the world, baby. You're on top of the world, Craig. You're on top of the world. No doubt. But, Harry, you know the biggest problem? It's not even when the fans are crushing you. It's when they stop caring. Yeah. And when there's apathy. And, frankly, the last few years with the Giants in the second half of the season – there's just been pure apathy. There's been, you know, they, they actually felt reasonably good after the second half of 2020 with Joe Judge. And look at how quickly that got away from them. And look at how poorly 
he handled the stress of this in the last few weeks of the year. This is, they are dying to not be this organization that is going through coaches every two years, but you have to look at your entire process. And I know there's a lot of focus on here, on the Maras and the Tishes still being the people in charge, and there are still people who are working. Uh, you know, Chris Maras has a say in personnel, but doesn't have ultimate say and all that stuff. What matters here is that they look at their process of hiring the people that they have brought in and make sure that they fix it and make sure that they get it right. And this was something that was asked of John Mara yesterday. Have they simply made bad choices or is the process bad? Probably all of the above, Art. I mean, we haven't necessarily made the right choices. I think looking back on our process, I wish it had been a little more extensive, that we had seen more people and maybe taken our time a little bit more with it. And we're going to try not to make that mistake this time. I'll tell you, it's it's a tricky, slippery slope here because you want to make sure you get the right people, but you also want to make sure you get the people uh, that don't get snapped up too quickly because there are some really, really good job opportunities out there, and we're going to get into it all. This is Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. NFL playoffs this weekend. There are teams with an awful lot to gain, but who's got the most to lose? Some of these answers going to surprise you. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, it is Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes building easy, uh, makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All the playoff preview this weekend and who has the most to lose. The answer surprises you in a moment, I promise. Chris and Harry in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com greenie today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. 
H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. I don't think there's a single part of the Dallas Cowboys that I trust. Do I trust the Dallas Cowboys? They tricked us last week. Man. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Dallas over this last stretch has shown us this is who they're going to be on offense right now. I can trust their defense, Chris. They're great, but I can't expect this offense to be something they have not been for a while now. So many times I hate that word trust when we're talking about teams and big games. But yet, that word trust is... It just seems to encapsulate everything about the Dallas Cowboys this season. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. All our guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Harry Douglas, I have to tell you, I have not trusted a single thing about the Dallas Cowboys all year long. Ding, 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 ding. Not a single thing. Ding, ding, ding. I don't. Trust a single thing about them right now. I can't. I can't. And I agree with you. You you look at what has transpired over the last few weeks with the Dallas Cowboys, and, and I understand, yes, they won games, but it's not like the opponents that they have played have been quality opponents either. Right? So, yes, they won games, but they have one win versus a team that has 10 wins or more. One win. One win. So I, I don't know what they're going to be offensively. Uh, are they going to be able to run the ball? Are they going to be able to connect in the pass game? I think the one constant from this team this year has been the defense has been able to get turnovers. But against a team like Arizona, who has over 10 wins, they didn't get those turnovers. And we've seen Arizona win that football game. So I don't know what I'm going to get from the Cowboys. I do know this. I've been high on the San Francisco 49ers for the last five or six weeks. Literally the last five or six weeks, Chris. And I know what they're going to be coming into this game. Now, Jimmy G, uh, I think when he doesn't throw an interception, he's undefeated. I believe when he throws an interception, they're two and six. So that's important that Jimmy G takes care of the football in this game. But the San Francisco 49ers present so many challenges for the Dallas Cowboys. And we got to remember, we got to remember now. Kyle Shanahan and Dan Quinn was together in Atlanta. So they've seen each other's, uh, I'll say, defensive philosophy, offensive philosophy every day on many, many of occasions. There's a reason why Kyle Shanahan was Dan Quinn's defensive coordinator when he became the head coach. He said that they presented a lot of challenges offensively. Well, guess what? There are going to be challenges this week, this weekend. And when you look at their offense, you look at a guy like, a Kyle check, who I view as a star player because he can do a lot of multi- multiplicity of different things. Then you look at Debo Samuel, a same kind of guy. Brandon Ayuk, another one of those guys. Then you look at a Trey Lance who's sitting in the holster on the bench. There's no telling what Kyle Shanahan has drawn up for him to be able to get in the football game uh, with misdirection and using the aggression of that Cowboys defense against them. So if they're not able to get constant pressure on Jimmy G., it could be a long day. Oh, did I also mention that they have the best left tackle in the game, Trent Williams? Oh, I forgot one more person, the tight end, <laughs> George Kittle. They have guys over there, and Alex Mack, a guy at the center position who was with Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta, right when they went to a Super Bowl beforehand. So he's very familiar with the system that they run. 
They present a challenge. And it doesn't matter who's in the backfield. It does not Shana, matter who's in the backfield. In the Kyle backfield. Shanahan offense. It doesn't matter if it's Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, Wilson Jr. It doesn't matter. Hell, it, they're going to figure it out, and they're going to create avenues for the run game to be valid. And they're going to jam the ball down ready. your throat at times. Yes. That's what but they're going to do. Let me and, tell you the thing that's making me nervous, though, Chris. The Cowboys love to play man coverage defensively. I just don't know how you're going to do that on a consistent basis with the star players that I just named. And now when I say star players, I mentioned it one more time. Guys who can do a multiplicity of different things. Cordell Patterson type players. I don't know how you play man coverage against that. I just don't. And then the fish on the defense is Anthony Brown. Ooh, yeah. They find that fish. They're going to eat that fish up. It's Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Then there's the head coach, which... Again, when you bring up trust, there is not a whole lot of trust in Mike McCarthy out there. Here's Kimberly Martin this morning, uh, our ESPN's NFL reporter, excuse me, yesterday on Get Up on what should happen with McCarthy if the Cowboys are, in fact, one and done. Mike McCarthy just needs one game. One game. If he could get one game, if he could get past the 49ers, I think he's, he's good. But if they were to be one and done... With this roster, after how many times we've been talking about Mike McCarthy this season, and does he put his team in the best situation? Does he understand clock management? Is he going to is he going to be the liability for this roster? It's going to be bad in Dallas. Yeah, if you, mm. when they're throwing around the word liability as a head coach, <laughs> that's a problem. And, yes, it and is. Harry, when you have a guy like this. And you have a coordinator underneath him, like Kellen Moore, who is getting mentioned for all these NFL head coaching jobs. And all of a sudden, Jerry Jones is going to get concerned. Am I going to lose this guy? It's almost a a catch-22. Because I believe that even if Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys win this weekend, there is no guarantee that if they lost in the divisional, that he would keep his job. I don't, because I think there is a genuine fear of losing Kellen Moore, and that could potentially be a mistake. One of those be careful what you wish for situations, because if you remember, it was very similar with Jason Garrett back in the day and Wade Phillips. So, Harry, when you're the head coach and you have a game like this weekend, I actually think he doesn't have as much to lose as we may think, because it could possibly be losing next round that could do him in. Yeah, I believe so, too. And uh, if you lose the second round, I do believe it's all about how you lose. Like, do they – if they were to happen to lose, if they were to win this weekend and the next round they lose, uh, was it on the shoulders of Mike McCarthy? How did it transpire? What all played into the factor of them losing? Those things are very, very important. But I'm about to throw something out there. What if, you know, a guy down there in New Orleans decides that he wants to mm. come back to Dallas? Mm. What if a guy down there, how can you turn that down? I'll tell you, it would be awfully, awfully difficult if Sean Payton indicates to Jerry Jones, yeah, maybe you should try to come and get me. It is Chris Carlin and Harry Douglas for Greeny on ESPN Radio. You know, several industries are projected to grow this year, like pet services, health and wellness, 
If you own a business in one of these growing industries or a range of other industries, you probably need to hire ASAP. So there's only one place to go. It's ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds the right candidates for your job, and you can invite your top choices to apply. ZipRecruiter is the number one rated hiring site in the U.S. based on G2 ratings. Now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Tampa's favorite, but Antonio Brown's gone, Chris Godwin's gone, Philadelphia could keep it close. Are you serious with this? You think the Patriots need a new what? The kid playing quarterback ain't our future. The future in the NFL is over in Buffalo. This is going to sound a little bit crazy to some people, but the Tampa Bay Bucks may have an awful lot to lose this weekend. Harry, I, I look at the matchup with the Bucks and the Philadelphia Eagles, and I don't think this is any Lockadini. I don't think Mr. McLaughlin is going to be in attendance in Tampa this weekend because of how the Philadelphia Eagles play. But let's focus on the Buccaneers for a second, Harry. Maybe this is loco. Maybe this is crazy. But just look at how they're constructed. Brady has another year, and you're obviously going to want to win with him uh, there while you still can. Their salary cap could turn into a bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. And... Their defense has not been all that good this year. You could be losing both coordinators. Harry, the Tampa Bay Bucks could have the most to lose this weekend because if you look toward next year, maybe winning is not going to be nearly as easy as you might have anticipated. And Chris, it's crazy because when you get into these playoffs, you can throw the records out the door. The last time these two teams played, is when the Eagles had their shift offensively. They went more to the run after they played the Bucks the first time. And the Buccaneers, this is not the same football team, especially offensively, that the Eagles faced the first time. The Eagles they have went, become the number one rush offense in the league. Yeah. And, and by virtue of how that, they've done this. You look at that first matchup, Brady was throwing the ball to Antonio Brown mainly, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Well, two of those guys are no longer there. They're no longer there. But then you look at offensively for the for the Eagles. Running the football, you have a dual-threat quarterback. They played Josh Allen not too long ago, right? The mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think he rushed for over 100 yards in that game. So Jalen Hurts has to be able to utilize his legs to get this offense afloat. But he can't have the terrible pass game that he had the first time around against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, remember, this game, the Bucs went up early. And the Eagles came back, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had to go down and, and have a late drive with about, I think, maybe like some seconds or a minute or something to go to seal that victory. But once you get into the playoffs, and what the Eagles have going for themselves, when you get to the playoffs, you got to be strong where? In the trenches. Offensive line, defensive line. Guess what the Eagles have, Chris? Both of them. Offensive line and defensive line. Games are won in the trenches. So anything is possible. Mm. I've, I've had the one seed in 2010, and the Green Bay Packers barely snuck in the last game of the year, went to the playoffs, came in and blew us out, went to win the Super Bowl that year. 2011, the Giants, right? They were the, the, the last seed. If I'm not if, if I, Am I correct? It, it, when the Giants won the Super Bowl last time? Yeah, 2011. Uh, they were 
uh, nine and seven. I believe yeah. they were the last seed. Yes. Yeah. They, nine and seven. They went on to win the Super Bowl. So they won three we, on the road in two thousand seven as well. Oh, uh, see what I'm saying? So yeah. it doesn't matter about those records when you get to the playoffs. Can you be better than your opponent that day? That's all that matters. The Wendell, records, everything that happened in the regular season doesn't matter at all. Wendell does not necessarily agree, so let's check in with him on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Wendell, what's up? Yeah, what's going on, man? Philly, Philly has no shot against Tampa Bay. Tampa oh. Bay has a quarterback by the name of Tom Brady, seven Super Bowls. Uh, the records he, don't mean I, anything. This is new. I hadn't heard. Philly's got no shot. Yeah, <laughs> I had not heard about that. Thanks for the update. Uh, Harry, look, I'm never betting against Tom Brady. Hell okay. No, me Only dumb people bet against yeah. Tom Brady. All I'm saying is, this is not a lock by any stretch no. because you do have to respect opponents. Tennessee went into New England a couple of years ago and beat Tom Brady. These it happens on occasion. Uh, let me remind Wendell of something. Hello, that's why you play the game. <laughs> Speaking of New England, they go to Buffalo this weekend. The Bills have an awful lot to lose. And, and look, we've already seen New England go to Buffalo and beat them up there in horrible conditions. It is going to be freezing yeah. in Buffalo come game time. That real feel is going to be below zero on Saturday night. Yes. And so the Patriots are facing a team for the third time. They've split with them. Here's Bill Belichick on the key to facing a team again. Look, I think the big thing anytime you play a team a second or third time or whatever it is, it's it's a new game. We're starting start from scratch, and don't don't think or assume that the game is going to go like another one did. All right, <laughs> he's right though. He is right. And look, they're not going to go out there and throw the ball three times again or whatever it was. Not that, by any stretch of imagination. <laughs> they could go out there and throw it on fourteen or fifteen straight plays. Just knowing what Belichick is capable of doing. But think about this. If you're Josh Allen, you're the Bills, you're Sean McDermott, you have been building toward this point. This was a bad draw in in round one for you, just knowing who's on the other sideline. Well, I agree with that and the simple fact that you played them once already at home when the weather was not good and you couldn't do what you wanted to do. I don't think I, – I think the Bills are the only team in the playoffs – that has a home game, and it's not to their advantage <laughs> because of what they their offensive uh, philosophy, right? They want to throw the football around. They're not a run-first football team, but if the weather's cold and then the wind chill is a major factor. I think they had 40-mile-per-hour winds that, that first time they played. I think it's only going to be like 14 or 15 this time. Uh, if that thing decides it wants to ramp up, then it may hinder what this offense wants to do. But the last time these two teams played, Chris, this is, what, this is when I fell in love with Josh Allen, right? I already uh-huh. liked, I liked him, but I fell in love with him because he's a quarterback that can do it with his legs and his arms. But his arm, he's not, he's not afraid to throw his body out there on fourth downs. He's not afraid to duck his head and, and, and do everything that's possible for his team to get a first down or for his team to win. Uh, I thought in the very, very first matchup, I didn't think Brian Dable did a great job in the uh, did a great job calling plays in the in the red zone, in the tight red zone. The second time around, I thought he did. Uh, let's see if that carries over to this weekend, but it's going to be cold. But Harry, Chris, guess what? Hey. I love cold weather games. And I'm glad you brought up Dable because the other day, Brian Dable got a little bit away from the run game in the middle of that game and let the Jets hang around, and that's a mistake. Be careful here 
when yep. you're in you're interviewing for head coaching jobs and you're hearing about how great you are, you get that little idea of sometimes you got to reinvent the wheel. The Bills have righted the ship down the stretch of the season because they have run the football. Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance, drivers who switch and save with Progressive, save over $700 on average. This is crazy. This is nuts. This is true. Rich Passaccia has a ton to lose this weekend with the Raiders going into Cincinnati. And the only way I say that that is 100% accurate is because Rich Passaccia is a name that you never heard before this season. And so the job he has done as an interim coach has been terrific. But if you lose a playoff game with Rich Passaccia and Jim Harbaugh wants to come to Vegas, what's going to happen? Oh, Jim Harbaugh is going to come to Vegas. <laughs> oh, you but if you're Rich Passaccia and, you, and you're probably never getting another sniff at a head coaching job, just considering what it's been, yep. this is your pathway. You beat the Cincinnati Bengals this week. Rich Passaccia is going to stay the head coach. He has the most to lose. That's nuts, but it's true. And I actually think the Las Vegas Raiders have an opportunity to win this football game. The first matchup that they played in, the penalties, they had boatload of third down stops, but an offsides on a defensive lineman after getting a sack. Uh, 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 roughing, um, hitting a defenseless receiver on another third down stop. Kept the drive going for Cincinnati, and they went on to score a touchdown on that. That's 10 points right now. Then they had the late game two turnovers. They had it uh, late in the game that propelled the Cincinnati Bengals to win that game. Because Joe Burrow was efficient. He was 20 of 29, but he didn't even have over 200 yards passing. And that defensive line, they got to Joe Burrow. The first snap, the first series of the game for the Cincinnati Bengals. You want to know how it ended up? A sack fumble. Now, the Cincinnati Bengals defense did a great job just holding the Raiders to three points. But I thought in that first matchup, they they hurt themselves. That's the Las Vegas Raiders, that is. And then uh, the Cincinnati Bengals had no answer for Darren Waller. Now Derek Carr has his baby back. He has his baby back, his, his security blanket, uh-huh. Darren Waller. So I, this game could go either way. But I actually see the Raiders winning this one. One team that has absolutely nothing to lose is the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, going 100%. to Kansas City this weekend. We know this. They're double-digit underdogs. Ben Roethlisberger told you as much yesterday. Here's Patrick Mahomes on the matchup with the Steelers this weekend. Obviously, they're going to take away the stuff that they did, they did good against us. Um, and then they're going to try to change stuff that they didn't have as much success with. Um, so, I mean, uh, they, have a, they have a lot of good, really good coaches over there. They have a lot of really good players. Um, and they've played in playoff games. They understand that how to change stuff up. They understand to go back to what they're great at. Um, and so we're expecting a, a battle. Um, and we're, we'll be ready to go, and we're going to try to find answers for everything because they're going to throw uh, all different pitches to us, um, and we have to be able to respond and have success uh, as much as possible. Harry, the Steelers are not going to win, but they're not going to get their doors blown <laughs> off like last time. This is going to be a football game early in the fourth quarter. Yes, it is. And then if you look, if you're Big Ben, you have to protect the football. If you're Deontay Johnson, you have to catch the football in cold weather. That's one of the things, Chris, that I've noticed about Deontay Johnson the last two years. He struggles catching the football in cold, cold weather. And that's one of the things I, 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 I've actually looked at. It, and I told a couple of my friends who are Pittsburgh Steelers fans the same thing. Um, T.J. Watt has to be amazing. T.J. Yeah. Watt has to make Patrick Mahomes' life a living hell this weekend when it comes to rushing the passer. But I will not count out an organization who has been consistent, who has won Super Bowls, 
and you have a Hall of Fame coach, you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, and you're going to have in the future a Hall of Fame defensive end and T.J. Watt. So uh, I'm not counting out the Pittsburgh Steelers in anything. You know, I'm a Steelers fan, Harry, and you didn't tell me that. So <laughs> where are we at here with our relationship? I'm sorry, Chris. That's cool. Can you forgive me? You forgive me, right? I mean, listen, we'll see. You know it said the Bible says forgive and forget, okay? Yeah, I mean I you know You can forgive. I don't think don't the Bible really had forget. me in mind. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Kyrie Irving can play in Brooklyn right now. He absolutely can. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Harry, Kyrie Irving can play for the Nets right now. They just have to pay a fine. For those who don't know, as we have talked about extensively, the Nets have been more than willing to let him come back and be a part of the team on the road and be a part-time player on the road because they've been in a bad situation with injuries and COVID that they frankly needed to pivot on that. But if the Nets violate the rules of New York City and have Kyrie Irving come play, it is a fine max of $5,000 each time. When we get to the playoffs, do you think they would actually do it and allow him to play at home and just pay the five grand and deal with it? We're going to flout the, the laws? I, I think there's a good chance that could happen, especially if they're in a very tight series. I could absolutely see that. I, I can see it happening for the playoffs, but um, to do it right now, uh, no, because either way it goes, it sends a bad message. But the ultimate goal is to win the NBA Finals, and that goal last year um, was impossible when you looked at the Brooklyn Nets. And you look at that game that they played against the Bucks, and if KD's shoe size wasn't so big, <laughs> and it would have been a three-pointer instead, <laughs> instead of a two, you know what it's I mean? True. And then – Kyrie ended up getting hurt, and James Harden wasn't 100%. And now you come into this season, you see the whole vaccinated, non-vaccinated situation going with, it, with Kyrie. And then 
he comes back and he plays. And I think he's he's being around he's around these guys. And I think something in him is going to say, you know what? I want to be around these guys more. Can we figure something out? Five thousand dollars is pennies. I mean pennies compared to the money that the Brooklyn Nets uh, making that organization. Uh, I'll tell you this. If the Nets have aspirations of winning the NBA Finals or even getting to it, Kyrie has to be involved. Kyrie has to be on that floor. And right now, he only had nine points last night, but he's still trying to get his legs under him, right? He's still trying to get his legs under him. But it's a difference when Kyrie Irving is out there on that floor because now you have three guys that you have to worry about. That's Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. Three of the the best one-on-one players in basketball. And while the, window, while the window is open in bringing yeah. them together, you have got to go and win a championship. And just listen to James Harden from last night after the Nets won and, and just how confident it's – listen, James Harden's James Harden. He's always going to sound confident. Just take a listen to what he had to say about having the big three together last night. Nah, like we're we're that good. Like we got a chance to be that good. We just haven't had like an, enough of it. You know, we got to get Kai. You know, you know to be able to play home games. And once we get that, then we can really assess it and figure out what needs to be done, what needs to be changed, or you know how great we can be. Still some kind of hope that in some kind of fashion we'll see Kai playing. I'm going to give him a shot if I got to. <laughs> <laughs> so he said he'll give him the, the, the vaccination himself, but he's joking there uh, when he says it. But they put up 138 on the Bulls last yeah. night. who were 27 and 12. I mean, they didn't even blink at it. And they've only played somewhere in the neighborhood in the last two years of about 15 or 16 games I 16, together. I think they're 13 and 3 in the yeah. 16 games. 13 and 3 in the 16 games. But that shows you. That shows you when those three on, on the basketball court – Hell uh, could be for the opponent that they're playing. And Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, listen, easy money sniper. The game is so easy for KD. KD scores at will. I don't care who you are. If you're the best defender in the league, KD is going to rise above you. He's going to knock that tray ball down. And he's going to do it any way he he's wants gonna, to. He's going to knock that mid-range down. He's just that lethal. He's just that lethal. But I love Kevin Durant. I love his game. I love everything about it. Uh, I do believe Kevin Durant is the best basketball player in the NBA right now. Oh, don't don't at me, don't tweet me. No, you're right. I'm gonna talk crazy to anybody who tweets me. You, you're I right. think Bring Kevin Durant is the best I'll basketball agree. player. He's in the right. Game. I'll take all that. Fly. I'll take the smoke. I got no problem with that. Harry, the, here's the other thing though. If they decide they're going to do this, I would do this very late in the year because you can't have a situation where you're in a playoff series and you decide all of a sudden we're going to do it. Then it's going to look desperate. Then it's going to look bad, and it's going to add a whole other element to this. you got to get all of the controversy with it over with quickly, and then people will be like, well, yeah, they're trying to win the championship. So what do you think, the last two weeks of the season? Last week of the year, maybe? I absolutely see it it happening, and I think people are going to be— I think they need to do it like whenever they they can have like three or four home games to let Kyrie play at home, let that crowd uh, be riled up and embrace him. Uh, once again, you know, because they can only do that in road games right now. Look, it's a fascinating situation to watch because five grand when it comes to winning a championship, something tells me that's not going to hold the Nets back from doing it. Who has the most pressure on them this weekend? It's next on ESPN Radio.
Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.